0: Welcome to the best NFL show in the history of the world. You can keep your NFL network. You can throw away your ESPN. You don't need it because you got it right here. Sims and Lefkoe on Bleacher Report. How are you feeling? I'm good. How are I you? I ain't say nothing about NBC because you're all over Sunday Night Football. <laughs> and I'm excited for a number of reasons. One, haven't seen you in a few days. Notre Dame is done. Awesome. Yes, it Second is Second awesome. thing. Guess who went foe for foe on left cold? Damn, eat that. four and oh. Four left, and go, oh left. Go, left yeah. Go. So that was great and we both made money big money. We're going to get into that a little bit later in the show. Um, Man, so I just want to do a quick thing. Uh, If you are watching on Facebook right now and you're watching live, I'm just going to warn you, there's been some issues with Facebook today. If it cuts out, it will come back. Do not abandon the stream. What's going on? Who knows? Facebook. It's a tech company. Uh, Can't figure it out. These
1: damn tech companies aren't worth a damn. Uh,
0: Subscribe to Sims and Leftco on iTunes or however you download your podcast and comment. Working on answering all of those questions and comments. Follow us on Instagram at Sims and Lefko at Twitter at Sims and Lefkoe, or hit me up at Adam Lefko, the L E F K O E. Man. Uh quick. Or l- no, in your face. Boom, 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 go, go. Uh I want to give a quick I have an idea. Okay. So did you see that Trump and LeVar Ball were going back and forth? Did you see this? Yes. Because Trump got his kid out. I just came out with it. Right. My marketing idea for LeVar Ball. You ready? Right. LeVar Ball comes out tonight and he should say, Donald Trump is not allowed to buy big baller brand shoes or apparel. Because what's going to happen? Trump's going to come out and be like, I could buy I I whatever I want. I don't want those anyways. And then what happens is everyone that doesn't like Trump buys big baller brand. And everyone that does like Trump goes, I could do whatever I want. And then they buy big baller brand. Big baller brand. Hey,
1: Free listen, marketing advice. He's he's amazing marketer as it is. I mean, yeah. He just... Tricked Donald Trump into a Twitter war to get more publicity. Unbelievable.
0: I uh, want to do a quick, serious note before we get going into football. Uh, Terry Glenn has passed away, yeah. died in a car crash. Uh, really interesting. I did not realize Terry Glenn was Tom Brady's first touchdown pass yes. of his entire career. Uh, Also, he started off with a boom. He was one of four rookies with 90-plus catches Mm -hmm. and 1,100-plus receiving yards. Michael Thomas last year, Odell Beckham Jr., Anquan Bolden, and Terry Glenn in 96 in an incredible year where the Patriots went to the Super Bowl. Any run-ins with Terry Glenn? Any experiences, what he was like as a player? No.
1: I mean, just, you know, when I got to the NFL, it was kind of towards the end of his career, but... Uh, I marveled him. When he was at Ohio State, you know, I was just getting into high school when he got drafted by the Patriots. I was in high school, too, so I was certainly watching him a lot. You know, Bill Parcells, he was on those Patriots teams. Uh, but phenomenal, phenomenal football player. Probably underrated in the scope of things of how good he was. I believe
0: Bledsoe came out and said it was his favorite receiver he's ever played with. That Those Ohio State teams, man. Oh, I, I forgot Ohio State. They were stacked. Him, Joey
1: Galloway. I mean, he wasn't there with Galloway, but he was there with David Boston, I believe. Uh, he man. was there with uh, David Boston. Yeah, I mean, uh, what's his name? The big Titans running back. But that's a shame, man. I, it was a. What, it was in Dallas. Is that where the car crash happened? So yeah. yeah,
0: shame. So thoughts, uh, honestly. R. I. P. Terry Glenn. You were awesome. You were the man, and uh, we appreciated watching you. And we know you're in a better place. And Love you, dude. Uh, let us get to start this show because right now as an Eagles fan, everyone's just walking up to me and being like, are you nervous? You're going to blow it? You're going to blow it in the Super Bowl? And I don't even have to worry about getting too excited or too cocky right. because I'm sitting next to the only person in the world that doesn't have the Eagles number one in their power rankings. Let's put up <laughs> Sims' power rankings and rain on the parade. Yes, yes. Old Chris Pooh has the Patriots number one at eight and two. The only team in the NFL that's nine and one is number two. Saints at three, Vikings at four, Panthers at fives. First thought is wow, the NFC is a lot better than the AFC. Oh, it's not even close. And the second thing is. Are you freaking kidding me? Hey. Are you doing this to mess with me? Of course not. Have I upset you because I'm making more money than you in the picks and I'm getting all the credit right now for Lefko locks?
1: Are you upset it's not Sims's locks? Hey, Chris Sims keeps it real always. Okay. I'm only kidding. And all these other power rankings, if they got the Eagles one, they're lying to you. I'm sorry. I'm sorry. It's the fucking New England Patriots and Tom Brady and Bill Belichick, okay? If it comes down to a one-game situation and the way New England's playing right now, I'm sorry. I'm picking New England. Does that not mean that you guys couldn't You have them? told me that yes. the
0: way to beat the Patriots yes. is to get a lot of pressure with your front four. Check. Fletcher Cox, Brandon Graham, Timmy Jernigan, no Vinny Curry. Then be able to play on the back end. Certainly. They have that as well. Certainly. Number one run defense in the NFL. Yes. What else do you need to beat the Patriots? From Chris Simpson? because no one knows your words better than me. Yeah. You need a quarterback that can do crazy things that Bill Belichick can't game for. Yes. <laughs> <Carter wins. laughs> so nope.
1: what the hell? You're the scariest team for New England. But come on, man. This is seven Super Bowls, five champ, five Super Bowl wins. This is the greatest franchise we've ever seen in the history of the NFL right now. Okay, so as much as I think you're, it, it's, I and I even wrote this in my power rankings. Like, it's like they're one and you're one a. It's that close, but I'm giving them the respect they deserve. Yeah. If you want to be the man, beat the man. From who said that? Um, mm, come on, dude.
0: damn, I'm supposed to know that too. Yeah, seriously, wheeling, dealing, high Hi- flying. No, jet flying, limousine riding. Oh, what the hell? Oh. Woo! That Come was on, from baby. him? Ric Flair, of was course. Really? Ride Space Mountain, longest I, I didn't longest get that line. from him.
1: So I didn't get right. that from him. I heard that somewhere um,
0: else. All right, so how confident are we on the Patriots? I do agree with you as an Eagles fan. They scare the hell out of me. Yes. The Patriots would scare anybody. right? But the one thing going forward in our bets, and we did really well in our bets this week, is It's time to ride that Patriots gravy train <laughs> because it is time and Sims He wrote it hard and so did I here are our bets for Patriots Raiders This is my big bet of the week. I am putting four hundred dollars on the Patriots They're just becoming the most consistent team to bet on and I look at the Raiders and I go your, your shit is too simple and you're about to face the guy where if your shit is simple, he tears it apart. Yes, <laughs> I'm ready to start putting my money on him all the time.
1: Yeah, I think you're pretty crazy. I really do. You're crazy. Cause you should have bet more. Hoo, ha! Hoo, ha! Hoo. Yeah! Do-do-do-do-do. Heavy hitter, heavy hitter. What? 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 Yeah, I like it. They are going to whoop the crap out of the Raiders. There is no way. You mean the Raiders defense that has zero interceptions on the year? the only team in football without zero interceptions? I just don't see it. And, you know, you said it. The, the Patriots are just getting better and better. How does, what is it
0: like watching yourself? <laughs> it's <that>? embarrassing sometimes. <laughs> I mean.
1: What the hell am I doing?
0: Uh, uh, what was great was when my go locks first came out, yeah. of course there was like 30 messages that were like, you're an idiot, who trusts this guy? And one of them was like, locks, more like idiots. If you want my lock, I'm 28-2. and two. Take the Raiders in Mexico City. And then the comments afterwards were like, you're an idiot. Oh, it's so good. He's 28-3 and now. It, it went exactly how we thought it would go. It, you it, especially, well, you were all
1: over. Well, I mean, come on, we we both were. Uh, it, it is. It's just. It's too simple on defense for the Oakland Raiders. Uh, the the offense for the New England Patriots is unbelievable. It, it really is. It's at the point where it's almost indefensible. And then their defense. I mean, they haven't let up more than 17 points since they lost to the Carolina Panthers, and that
0: Raiders offense is not what it used to be. Uh, Patriots have scored in the final minute in their past seven games. Yes. Uh, and the Patriots are now guaranteed to be 500 or better for the 17th consecutive season. Woo. Unreal. It's unreal. You were talking about how weak the AFC is. Yeah. Steelers are 8 and 2. Yes. Are they an actual competition for the Patriots? We've heard your Jaguars rant, so yeah. don't go on it. Yeah, but Steelers, are they legitimate competition?
1: I don't think they are yet. I really don't. I'm I, I you know, call me crazy, but I did not feel any better about the Steelers winning 40 to 17. Let's just put this in perspective now. The game was 23 to 14. Delaney Walker was wide open down the middle and drops a ball that is in his chest to make the game 23-21. Gronkowski's not going to drop that. Tom Brady's not going to throw four stupid interceptions like Marcus Mariota did. So it's still zone defense. Brady and company are going to tear them apart. And, you know, even the Steelers' offense, yeah, put up 40 points. Okay, yeah, the game got away from Tennessee in the fourth quarter and Pittsburgh made some big plays. But I I, I was more concerned with the fact that they got the short field twice in the first half and only came away with six points. So I, I just don't see it, to me, Like, I I really just let's pencil in the Patriots going to Super Bowl 52. Pencil?
0: Pen, marker, yeah, sharpie. No, what are you thinking? You're, How confident are you right now? What instrument are you using? Uh, you're right. I'm using a pen. You're I'm not, using a pen.
1: I'm not penciling. You're not sharpieing it yet. Not sharpieing. it. But yet. you're penning it. But I'm penning it. And then okay. the NFC, I mean, I would pencil you guys in. But the NFC is just I so would.
0: good. You know I'm very real. I would not. I know. The, the NFC is legit. I respect the Vikings
1: Saints Ooh. a lot. I watch the Vikings We're going to get to that so, in a yeah. second. Okay. Uh,
0: let's get back to the Eagles. Uh, let's take a look, actually, at the NFC standings and where everything is right now. Now. Eagles are nine and one. Saints and Vikings are eight and two. Both clicking like just absolutely clicking. Saints eight in a row. No team has ever started zero oh and two and then won eight in a row in the NFL's history. Do not sleep on the Panthers at seven and three. They are the forgotten team right now in the NFC, and the Rams as well are seven and three. But of course, guys, Rams play the Saints this weekend. All of a sudden, this playoff picture is eating itself. It's great. They're Why not, isn't?
1: Carolina getting the respect. Carolina, I mean, it's Cam Newton, because, the second best defense in football, and they beat
0: the Patriots in New England. I mean, You think that would be enough to The same reason it took people six weeks to start trusting the Saints is if you lose a game early on in a disrespecting fashion for the Saints it was the Vikings Monday night game. Carolina, it was the Saints get blown out at home game. Right, you're right. If you get your ass kicked right. early on, people can't get their head off it. Yeah. It's the same reason I'm about to be betting the Chargers and Lions for the next few weeks. Because everyone thinks they stink. Right. Chargers and Lions are about to be the sleeping, like, like giant killers in the NFL. They certainly could be. Feeling it. Though the Chargers, for sure. Oh, uh, dude. Thursday night, Cowboys. Oh, t- Bosa and Ingram. Uh, no doubt. They better hope Tyrone Smith's ready. Uh, but I'm, And by the way, the other, the other team that's not mentioned there for the AFC, Seattle could be 7-3 and three after tonight yes. if they beat the Falcons. Right. But I would not be surprised if Atlanta won that game. That game is a 50-50 game totally in my book.
1: Totally 50-50. And Seattle is not in the class of any of those teams we just showed on that graphic no. from the NFC.
0: But Carolina is, the, is the, the dangerous team. Yes. The Eagles, though, undoubtedly in the driver's seat. Yep. They are 9-1. Mm-hmm. They are clicking on all cylinders. Yes, they they have they have suffered a lot of injuries and bounced back. And my question for you is. What's going to throw them off? Because when you look at their schedule coming up, it's all very doable. Mm-hmm. Chicago—they're better than all these teams. Yes, at Seattle, at Los Angeles, at New York—three row games in a row. I'm sure that's really tough as a player, especially when it's West Coast, West Coast, East Coast. Yep. Home against Oakland, home against Dallas. Keep this graphic up. What scares you with these teams? Uh, I, I think for that, the Eagles' possible losses. Yeah, yeah. The,
1: the, I think the game that jumps out to me—you uh, know—Chicago will be a tough physical battle. Hey, Seattle at home, we know it's tough. It's the next week that still scares me. It's the oh, we've just played Seattle in a physical football game. Now we're going to go to the Rams and mm. play in a weird Coliseum environment. With that's, an
0: offensive coordinator that might find and expose the exactly. weakness Exactly. And you defense. guys,
1: you know, at that point could be so in the driver's seat. That would be the game I would look at to just go, maybe you like fall asleep at the wheel just a hair. I
0: think New York is scary too. Well, New York is After scary. After what they just did to the Chiefs. But the, I just have a hard time, go thinking that the,
1: the Giants, they're going to have a hard time getting first downs against your defense. Mm. That would be my concern. I mean, it really would. Would be uh, your team is so impressive to watch. I mean, just when I just watched the film against the Cowboys, I like everything about them. I really do. Uh, and really, the last missing piece of the puzzle was that kind of that secondary. And it just now Ronald Darby's back, and it is play, it was playing good before this. Yeah, but now him being back, there's just really no there's no weakness to the team in general. There really it's, isn't. it's so
0: funny because Seattle would have been scary, but now with with all those issues, the Eagles match up so well with Seattle from a defense versus. Russell Wilson standpoint. I mean, Seattle has no chance of blocking your front four. Mm. Then you have the
1: speed on the edge of those guys to at least contain Wilson. It's a simple system. Yeah, I
0: I mean, Seattle, I'm going to be interested tonight to see what they do against Atlanta. The reason that I look at the two teams that are interesting for me in terms of the Eagles' driver seat, Chicago and the Rams. Mm Chicago is a team that's going to run the ball, and they're going to mush it up during the game. And the Eagles, other than Kareem Hunt, Haven't really faced a team that wants to run all the time. Dallas was kind of showing that a little bit, and it was getting a little scary. Yes, Rams, can they get Todd Gurley going against the Eagles? No, that'll be the thing. They they cannot
1: because just from watching the Vikings game yesterday on film, that was the first game I wanted to watch. I wanted to watch Rams Vikings break it down. The Rams got whooped up front on both sides of the ball, and especially their O line. There was nowhere to run all game long. They pass protected okay, yeah, but. Hey, the Vikings, again, I hope everybody's taking them for real now because their old lines real. Case Keenum made more plays than Jared Goff in the game, plain and simple. Thielen and Diggs are good. Yeah. And the defense can match up with
0: anybody. I mean, anybody. I want to get to them in a second. I want to finish the Eagles though. Yeah. I want to have a really honest conversation about Dak Prescott. Mm-hmm. Dak Prescott last night had a 30.4 passer rating. Um, Ed Werder put this out there. I pulled eight NFL GMs asking whether they preferred Dak Prescott or Carson Wentz. Seven took Wentz, each citing his superior, superior skills as a pocket passer. The other GM took Dak just to prevent it from being unanimous. Well, that's stupid.
1: That other GM needs but, to not be at, talked about anymore. But
0: to me, that goes to your point right? about what this defending of Dak. Yeah, this defending of – listen, Dak is really good. I mean, period. I told Sims that he has to start every conversation with Dak is a top ten yeah, quarterback. Yeah, this is
1: not about like an indictment on Dak Prescott. He's one of the top ten quarterbacks in football. No doubt about it. The but the compare I this drove me crazy last week watching talk television crap. He is not Carson Wentz. Plain and simple. Carson Wentz is arguably the best quarterback in football right now. In fact, he is. It's him or Brady then maybe Matthew Stafford and Russell Wilson. Okay. But Carson Wentz what he is doing. First of all, okay, uh, to defend Dak a little. Yeah. You know, this is a team that was built on their power and their ability to run the football. They are not overly creative in the pass game, certainly not. But there's a reason Carson Wentz was the number 2 pick in the draft. The Dallas Cowboys loved Carson Wentz. They coached him in the senior bowl. Mm. They would have gave up Jerry Jones' right leg to get him. Okay? Maybe his left one, too. So Carson Wentz is a special, special talent. This is where it all gets wrong. And again, Dak Prescott's one of the ten best quarterbacks in football. Should have never been rookie of the year. That's what's confusing the situation right off the bat. Let's go back into time a little bit. Dak Prescott, Rookie of the Year. Gosh, they lost to the Giants 10-7. Everybody wanted them benched. Tony Romo needs to play. This is scary. They lost to the Eagles the last game of the year. We think Tony Romo should be the quarterback. Then three weeks later, he's the fucking Rookie of the Year. What is? That's the problem with the media right now. They're confusing people with with no knowledge. That's really what it is when it comes down to it. Ezekiel Elliott is the best player on their team, arguably... One of the, I mean, he, not arguably. I mean, you could argue he's the best player in football. I mean, he is that good. He is certainly in the conversation for one of the five best players in the game. Wow. Period. Zeke Elliott, yes, he is. But Dak Prescott, Carson Wentz is like a really special talent. To be that size, he's bigger than Dak Prescott. He's taller, and he weighs more. He has a stronger arm than Dak Prescott. He's a more accurate thrower than Dak Prescott. And if they ran a forty. I'm gonna say Dak Prescott beats him by a nose. I
0: actually think Carson ran a faster forty at the combine. He well, was So there the you go.
1: Okay, I'm just I'm just going off with what I see on film. I'm just, judged. I'm not even trying to like compare that way. I, I just when they keep the read option, I think Dak Prescott has a hair more explosion than Carson. But regardless, they're both top notch in that that standpoint. But yes, then what also drives me crazy is you know after the game and I hear people talking now Carson Wentz has weapons all of a
0: sudden. Oh, all these weapons. You're right. Michelle Tafoya after the game looks at Carson Wentz and is like, what is it like to have all of these weapons? And, and it wasn't even her. It was other channels too. ESPN, NFL Tafoya. channel. But the the truth thing is is yes. everybody said Nelson Aguilar and Torrey Smith sucked. I Alshon mean, Jeffrey isn't even a real number nobody one. Nobody
1: wanted Alshon Jeffrey.
0: They signed him to a one-year deal. He, apparently he turned out a multi-year deal with the Vikings. right? But he wasn't like people were clamoring no, for him. Torrey Smith, again, he
1: can run Two routes, a go route and a post route. Yeah, I think she said it because a Jai is now in yes, the Yes, okay, great. And that's great. They were running the ball without a Jai before this. And again, the biggest thing that you just take away from this when teams play the Philadelphia Eagles, they game plan to stop Carson Wentz. When teams played the Dallas Cowboys, they game-planned to stop Ezekiel Elliott. And that is, again, not an indictment on Dak Prescott. He's awesome. He's a superstar. Period. He's so, going to be in
0: this conversation. So take away Carson yes. and remove Zeke. Right. As a quarterback, how does Dak turn it around from these last two games where it's been pretty damn ugly? Yeah,
1: they need to do more offensively. Okay? He is getting a What little, does that
0: mean for people?
1: Yeah, just... They're they're a little bland offensively, just in their pass game, their scheme. It, they need to do more creative creative things to get receivers open. And I would say that still holds true to your team, the Carson Wentz. But Carson's such a gifted thrower that we think people are, oh, wow, that was a 20-yard gain. And I want to go, damn, there's only like four quarterbacks in football that would have completed that. So that's why it looks good on TV. But when you watch it on film, you go, holy crap. So they need to help him from that standpoint. Dak is certainly feeling the pressure a little bit to try to carry the team. He made some stupid mistakes last night. I mean, the interception uh, down the middle of the post, that was just a bad decision. He shouldn't do it. Um, He was greedy in a few shots down the field where there were some underneath people open where he should do that. Uh, So I just think he's got to learn to continue to play within himself. I don't worry about him. And again, let's just pump the brakes, too. Like, I'm not worried about Dak Prescott. They played in a tough environment against the Atlanta Falcons, and he had no pass protection. So that, and then, I mean, arguably the best team in football came into town last week, so that was tough uh, last night, so that was tough as well. Yeah, I'm not panicked about Dak Prescott, but I I. do not like the conversation of, I saw all last week, who's better, Dak or Carson? Listen, there's only two teams that I know of in football that didn't think Carson Wentz was the slam dunk number one pick, and that was the Rams and the Browns. That was the only one. Anybody else I've talked to on any other team was, man, Carson Wentz, he, he's really impressive, huh? He's an impressive player, impressive guy. It's, it's constant. Anybody yeah. I talk to.
0: So I just could, end that conversation. I could tell with what you're saying right now, yeah. Carson Wentz is somebody for you that doesn't just set the bar. They are the bar. Let us take some time now to recognize some players in Week 11 that didn't just set the bar, they were the bar. And who is somebody you want to spotlight?
1: we got to spotlight a guy that's on a – Eight and two football team, and they've won eight in a row. And yes, his name is Drew Brees. Wow, Drew breeze yeah. from Chris yeah, Sands. Drew Brees, not getting enough credit. First of all, hey, let's just go like this plain and simple. Down 31 to 15. They get the ball two times. Drew Brees goes 11 for 11. Two touchdown passes. 170
0: yards. Right.
1: Two touchdown passes. Two two two-point conversions, they win the football game. Drew Brees is the bar. You know, all these years he's been saving this franchise and making them look a little bit better than what they are. Uh, And this year, they got a team around them, and they haven't had to have Drew Brees make magic happen in the fourth quarter. And then all of a sudden, it came to Week 11, and we said, "Uh uh-oh, can Drew make magic? And he made magic happen. Once again, it was
0: a phenomenal finish, Mm. big-time win for the Saints. I mean, I can make Kamara my setting the bar, owning the bar player every time, but this one meant a little bit special to me. Sunday night football, a rookie by the name of Derek Barnett goes out there and gets two sacks, including a forced fumble that led to a touchdown by Nigel Bradham. Derek Barnett, yes, he is the same guy that broke Reggie White's sack record down there at Tennessee, and he's come out there for the Philadelphia Eagles in one of the best units in football, that D-line for Philadelphia, and he has become an instant impact. Derek Barnett. He didn't just set the bar. He was the bar yeah. against the Dallas Cowboys. He was. Uh I need to do something. Uh and I'd like to show you something first. If you don't know my relationship with Derek Barr, it's a little conflicted. You're gonna say the rest of his name? You're gonna call him Derek Barr. Derek Barnett. Well Thank he you. is the bar. <laughs> uh Derek Barnett on draft night, I felt a certain way, and I, I might as well just show you the clip. And I'm going to say this right now, if the Eagles take frickin' Derek Barnett, I'm going to just, I'm going to go down and I'm going to punch Howie Rosen in the face myself. What I'll, I'll be Dalton so angry. Cook? How are you going to feel about that? I'll, I'm upset because Jonathan Allen's on the board, Malik Hooker, Reuben Foster, OJ Howard, would be really dope. All right, I'm done. That was a lot of energy.
1: The pick. Don't, don't do it. Is it Dalvin Cook? The pick is Derek Barnett.
0: Oh. oh you're no, kidding, Joe. I'm Philly. You're kidding. joking. Look at me. You're kidding. I'm you, not. I'm not. You're kidding. I'm You're not j- joking. You're kidding. I would not do that. So... You're oh. just doing this because your bear has made a shit I'm
1: trade.
0: I'm not... <laughs> Are you kidding me? They took the fat pass rusher? They already did this shit with Jerome McDougall like 10 years ago. This is bullshit. Derek Burnett sucks. Oh, he broke Reggie White's record. He's slow. He. What has he done? other than break Reggie White's record? <laughs> All right, it's Lefkoe's turn to leave. Uh, I'm going to let him cool
1: off for a second. Such bullshit. I just don't see enough raw explosion for this guy at this pick at this time in the first round. I'll say
0: it right now. Derek, go out there, show out, kick some ass, make me look stupid. I hope you become an eagle that is revered as much as Reggie White was, the man whose record you broke. Eagles, Derek Barnett at 14. And boy has he made me look stupid. Why are we in black and white there? Because I wanted to make it seem like, like. it was a throwback. <laughs> you know, I was taking us back in time to a simpler time when right. I thought I knew everything, and I really didn't know anything. Well, I, we had the session where we sat there. I
1: led you down a, a path too, so I, I need to take some pointed, blame. You
0: pointed at me at his belly yes. and his lack of bend, right. and how all of his sacks seemed to be kind of like too, like the guy held the ball too long in the pocket. Yeah. And he has exceeded my expectations. Hey, he's better than I expected too. Uh, he really is. But I'm not going to
1: sit here and say that I think he's like a superstar yet. Okay. I just At four and a half sacks. It's week eleven.
0: I called him the fat pass yeah, rusher. Yeah, that was you went you went low. Sorry. And I said that you he went Philadelphia on him. Okay. Don't say that, brother. I love. said that he sucked. And I want to say that look. I think the funny thing about our industry is that when you predict it right, no one remembers it. When you predict it wrong, everyone tells you. But no one in this industry is willing to just fucking take the lumps and say, I messed up. Yeah. I messed up. I got it wrong. And I'm super happy that I got it wrong. Derek, you are the man. Congratulations on your success. And anyone that does what he did to the Cowboys. Yeah instant love affair he's a good he's a
1: good player he really is uh he he's good against the run and of course he's made his presence known a lot in the past game even without the four and a half sacks he's been around the quarterback a lot the whole year
0: all right, so a lot of people are saying that like a lot of people ignore the Vikings and stuff. We have not ignored the Vikings no. at all this year. Sims, myself, both picked the Vikings to win the NFC North, whether or not Aaron Rodgers was playing or not. And Vikings-Rams, we were both very confident that the Vikings were going to take this one before the game happened. I am going minnesota $300. Woo! $300 Woo! minus two and a half. Jared Goff versus good defense is on the road. Uh-huh. Good defense against Seattle at home didn't do well. Not at all. Jacksonville on the road didn't do well.
1: I'm going with the Vikings putting $50 on okay, it. Okay, so you're okay. kind of confident. I am. I, 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 I actually originally had more money on this. The Rams are a little overrated in my eyes. They really yeah, are. They're me. doing a lot of good things. Don't get me wrong. I'm not sitting here trying to just... You know, crap all over the Rams, and it didn't really have to because it came out. What did Goff finish in the game? He was twenty-three of thirty-seven for two hundred and twenty-five yards.
0: They did have the Cooper Cup fumble on the one, yes. which completely which, flipped a lot. Which that, of that it.
1: drive shouldn't even counted. They got a bull crap. Oh, yeah, uh, pa- roughing the passer Is because that on Everson
0: Griffin. Too? Yeah, because
1: he was. Uh, I think it was Michael uh, Eric Kendricks put his, you know, helmet in his chest. I don't know. It was so clean. It was almost like, it's like they threw the flag and they're like, you hit him too hard. That's 15 yards. You're not allowed to hit hard at professional football. I I think that's what it
0: was. I mean, it's something like that. I don't understand that. Um, You had the Vikings jump the Panthers mm -hmm. and they are now number four in your power rankings and the Panthers are five. The... The number one offense in the NFL, the Rams. The number three offense in the NFL, the Saints, the number six offense in the NFL, the Lions. The Vikings held those three teams to a combined 40 points. Yes. Forty. Yes. Those three teams. Case Keenum currently leads the league in total QBR among current starters. And Chris Sims, I have a very simple question. Yep. Why the hell are people still sleeping on this Vikings team? I, I don't know.
1: Uh I really don't. And you know who has the number five offense in football? Who? The Minnesota Vikings. Wow. Yeah. So they got the number five. Let's Let's bench him. Put in Teddy Bridgewater. Let's do that.
0: That's- yeah, but apparently uh, our guy from Fox, what's his name? the The news reporter, Jay Glazer. Right. Jay Glazer said that just Teddy is just blowing away in practice. I, you know,
1: maybe he is. I don't know. I mean, Mike Zimmer, it's like Teddy Bridgewater's got naked pictures of Mike Zimmer or something. I don't really understand it. And I, I'll bow down to Mike Zimmer because he's been around football for a long time. He is from the Bill Parcells coaching tree. So maybe he knows something that just to motivate Keith Keenum heard and Florio, make him the underdog. Yeah, right? I heard You've, Florio
0: saying this to, to you on right. Pro Football Talk today that if you give Keenan the job, maybe he rests easy. Maybe. But if you keep saying it's his right now, he'll be motivated. Sometimes guys need that.
1: Maybe they do. Exactly right. So, and I'm going to bow to the fact that he's been around a long time, and maybe he knows his locker room best. And and yes, that who's that... a bad matchup for the Vikings? Whew. There's no bad matchup. No, their 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 team translates to any matchup. I mean, I'm talking New England, Pittsburgh. It doesn't matter. The defense is real. They okay? never
0: allow big plays. No,
1: and and then I mean, uh, one of the things I wrote in my notes: Xavier Rhodes. Jalen Ramsey, two best corners in football, hands down. Crazy they're both from Florida State, right? But, yes, it's plain and simple. He is the eraser. He covered Sammy Watkins, and Sammy Watkins was not existence yesterday. Not existent yesterday. The Vikings can beat the crap out of you, not only on the defense. Their O-line whooped the crap out of the Rams as well. Mm. Case Keenum is making plays. They
0: didn't even have Remmers yesterday. I either. know,
1: I know. And, Th- and Thielen and Diggs. Of uh, course, are extremely
0: Thielen. yes. Uh, it, where would you put Thielen in terms of wide receivers in the NFL right now? Uh,
1: he's a, the top ten receiver in football. He Isn't is. Isn't that wild? Yes, with his size and speed and
0: route running and hands. Yes, it's very similar to when Chris Hogan went off, and people were like, "I can't believe he's doing that." Right. I go, "We understand why you're surprised," right? And like, it's very simple. Yeah, yeah. But, he's a white but boy supreme. Adam Thielen. Is a is he a number one or a number two in this league? No, he's a number one. He's a freaking number one. Yeah, digs is, he is more a, number of a number two. One than a, than uh than Alshon. Yes, listen. Think about that
1: shit. I mean, Leftco, when have you seen Alshon Jeffrey open this year? He's always covered, and yeah. Carson throws a great throw, just like the fourth can and five run away touchdown. From anybody. Exactly right. You're not going to see Alshon Jeffrey catch a hitch route and make the guy miss, and then outrun a really fast team like the Rams for a sixty-yard touchdown. Right. No, come on, it's just plain and simple. I know it doesn't look right because we're not used to white receivers running around like that. Well, yeah, he's just talented, and the Vikings are talented. The Vikings' defense is really good at every level. That duo of Kendricks and Barr, it's, it's right there with Keekley and Davis. Yeah. I'm not so sure I wouldn't take them over him, honestly. Uh, Their the D secondary is legit. insanely the, solid. Exactly yeah. right. So, all those things, and now a run game. Uh, and I even wrote one last thing I wrote in my notes, and just is like just stupid, but I was just like, man, imagine if they had Dalvin Cook still. Holy cow, they'd be tough. But Latavius Murray is looking really good, and McKinnon's doing a good job of spelling him.
0: Are the Rams... You said the Rams were overrated. What is realistic for them going forward? They play the Saints. Where do you think they finish when all is said and done? Because if the Seahawks win tonight, they have the same record as the Rams.
1: Yes. Uh, heading it, in a week 12. A lot is going to... I mean, they both have tough schedules down the stretch. That's what's going to be interesting. Because I, I got the Rams schedule in front of me. The yeah, Saints, focus on their schedule. Yes, the Saints this week. Okay. That's... I mean, if you make me pick, I'm going to pick the Saints to win this football game, but they certainly can win the Rams. Then it's the Cardinals. Then it's the Eagles. Okay. That's going to be tough. At Seattle, at Tennessee. Wow. So, yes, it's... they are not
0: all a, teams fighting for playoff spot, and the Cardinals are And aren't, they end with the 49ers. But the Cardinals but, are a team that leaves you black and blue afterwards. They
1: will. So this is not uh, a slam dunk. I certainly expect them to be in the playoffs. Man. But I don't know if they are just a slam dunk to win
0: the NFC West. And I just want to give... I'm going to say this right now. It is not, in my mind, not a slam dunk that the Rams make the playoffs. The Lions and Vikings could come out of the North, right. and you could get a... A Panthers, Saints, or a Falcons—two of those team—and all of a sudden, if the Seahawks knock them out, yeah. The Rams are not guaranteed in my No, eye. they're not. The only they're good very thing very they good got team, going
1: though. for them is, and I'm just going to change to the Seahawks for half a second to put this all in context, okay, Lefko? Yeah. Is the Seahawks have a really tough schedule down the stretch oh, yeah, here, too. Yeah. It's Falcons, and then it's 49ers, then it's Eagles, then it's at Jacksonville Jaguars, then it's the Rams, then it's at Dallas Cowboys, yeah. who are going to be desperate, and, and then it's Z the Cardinals. Right. So uh, that is, you're very right. It could really just be you got to win the NFC West. And if you don't win the NFC yes. West, they could be on the outside looking in.
0: Uh, the other team that was the eight and two team that's really good is the New Orleans Saints, and yep. we've been talking about them a lot. Uh, interesting injury news: Alex Okafor Achilles oh, injury. Oh, it's a shame. He's going to be out for the year. A shame. They're starting to get injured. The horns. So he's hurt. AJ Klein missed this last game. Mm. Marshawn Lattimore got banged up. Came Rolled back his in. ankle. Yep. Should be okay. Um, Breeze, as you mentioned, was unbelievable in the comeback there. Yes. They're, they can run the ball. They can pass the ball. But I want to say that you actually brought up to me today, there might be a weakness about the Saints yeah. that no one's talking about.
1: Yes, their defense. It's still not proven. Has it gotten better from what we saw at the start of the year when they lost to the Vikings and the Patriots? Definitely. Uh, but when you really break them down and just, you know, everybody out there, pull up their schedule. if you're, I mean, the Saints, their defense has not really had to play an elite offense until the Redskins yesterday.
0: And that was a little troubling. The Redskins made a lot of big plays in the game. Redskins put up 30. Right. The Vikings in that first game put up 29. Yeah. The Patriots in that second game put up, what, 38? Yes. And then you also had the game against the Lions where they put up 38.
1: 38. But there were some crazy touchdowns there too. But those but yes. were the
0: best four offenses they've played. They beat
1: Carolina, but Carolina's offense wasn't rolling in Week Not Three yet. Yeah, so so yeah, you're exactly right. I still need to see more from that Saints defense, but the way their offense plays, and they yes. can control the clock, running the football, and then Drew Brees can be surgical. That yeah, they're going to be in games, but yeah, I, I do need to see a little more improvement out of that D.
0: All right, so they're a really good football team. Their defense has been very impressive. Marshawn Lattimore is probably up for Defensive Rookie of the Year. He's in that combo. Their offensive line is clicking and healthy. It's the best in football. It's official. Eagles look pretty damn good I would night.
1: probably put you guys two, but yeah. they're one in my eyes. They, they really are. I mean, when you go through it and you just go center, the two guards, the two tackles, they are legit. But the the Saints are going to be tested here too, just so yep. as we talked about their defense. It's the Rams. It's the Carolina Panthers. They got the Falcons twice. Man. So it's not going to be easy. They're not
0: out of the woods yet. No, and I hope they're healthy because, as always, you want these guys to be healthy. But look, I mean, the Eagles are going to be on their third kicker, depending on Jake Elliott's head. So the injuries are all hey, the time. Hey, that kid did a good job last night, though. My gosh, I a know. linebacker having almost the same amount of kickoff distance as the actual kicker? Impressive. Unbelievable. Uh, there was one team that we thought was going to be a Super Bowl team, and they have fallen off a cliff really quickly. Mm-hmm. And I really could say any team from the AFC West right now, but we're going to pick the Chiefs because on Sunday, they gave the Giants their second win of the season. Here's how we predicted it this is one of those where it made too much sense right. to put ev- all of my money on Kansas City. Right. And so I got scared about putting all of my money on Kansas City. Uh, and there was part of me that saw, like, Ben McAdoo spoke to the team and players of oh, the Giants and the players of the Giants were like, we needed this Giants dishonesty. propaganda s- scared left go. Oh, shit. Uh, yeah, so I'm, I'm putting 120, but I probably should have put 1,200. You're confident that they win, though?
1: Oh, I'm very confident. What are you afraid go. of?
0: Like, how could the Giants mess this up for us?
1: I, I, I'm just scared How can they they do a Broncos? The Chiefs' so bland defense that Eli just surgically kind of slowly moves the ball down the field. And then, like, JPP and Olivier Vernon on the edge being able to stop the speed sweeps. The the simpleness of the drop-back pass game of Kansas City. That's what really scared me off from putting money on it.
0: I am thrilled. Damn, I I wish you would have put 1,200 on it. Man, (laughs) uh, that was really my only loss. My only big loss other than the Bears-Lions push. But... Uh, it happened. it what, how much, happened. How much did you put on the Bears-Lions? A hundred, but oh, it was a darn. push, so I didn't lose anything. Darn. But You lose a hundred? No, I just don't gain anything. Yeah, okay, good. But Giants, I mean, how do they pull it off? Was it what
1: you thought? I, I it did look, and I'm not going to sit here and lie to say I sat there and watched Giants-Chiefs all day at <laughs> 1 o'clock. Sorry. Yeah, there was other good games on. Um, but from what I saw when I was flipping back and looking – Yes, the Giants took away their bullcrap. This is what scares, scares me about Kansas City. You stop the speed sweep. You
0: stop the screens. You stop the Travis Kelsey. The shuffle pass. pass or the trick pass. Right. Cam uh, Louder, who's a big G- Chiefs fan in the office, said, because I said, are you really serious about this Mahomes stuff? Yeah. And he goes, when your tight end throws the prettiest pass all game, it makes you think about your quarterback. It is. They're, they're,
1: they should be having the conversation about Patrick Mahomes today. I'm Let's not saying you pull the trigger yet. Let's get into
0: it. But you got to have the combo. You have a team in Kansas City that has it all together. They were on a big run early, and we sat here and said, Alex Smith. He is finally no longer Charlie. Checked down. Right. He is finally Bobby bombs away. Right. And now we're sitting here after a number of losses in a row and an offense that has turned stagnant. And I'm asking you. Is it time for Patrick Mahomes legitimately? I'd probably give Alex Smith one more week. And what are you looking for in that week? Uh, I'm going to
1: look to see if he can continue to, or at least restart, and make plays in the pass game plain and simple. This is what scares me about the Chiefs. When you take away some of those tricks and those great Andy Reid designed football plays, can they beat you dropping back to pass and picking you apart with Alex Smith making big throws? Now let's not forget, they lost to the Cowboys. They really got dominated by the Cowboys. If you take away the Tyree kill, end of the first half dump off where he made the... And the one
0: drive in the beginning with Kelsey in the second half.
1: Exactly right. So you take that away. It's an offense that struggled. And the thing that scares me is Alex Smith has got back into a little of the the Charlie check down mode. Not wanting to pull the trigger to throws down the field. He watches the rush too much for my eyes, so it's hard to look down the field when you're looking at the guys that are around you. Uh, so, this is a team that can't play defense. They're not creating the plays like Josh Gere. We're not getting Tyreek Hill punt returns. Yes. We're not getting Eric Berry and um, the corner uh, Marcus Mark, Peters. Yeah, Marcus Peters. Yeah, Pick six INTs. That's not happening. They have offensive firepower. Hold on. Big mouth. Offensive firepower And you might need to start thinking about the guy who can ignite that offensive firepower, and
0: that's Patrick Mahomes. I was going to ask, what can he do that is so different than Alex Smith?
1: Ma- I mean, Mahomes, when he was coming out in the draft, Lefkoe, you know there was... Uh, he was about as excited... I was about as excited in evaluating him as I've been evaluating any quarterback and since I've been done playing football since 2010. You said he could be Aaron Rodgers, he yes, could be Brett Favre. he is. His skill set is special. He can run a And he has a really special arm. Like, he has the potential to be in that category of, like, one of the greatest arms in the history of football type
0: of guys. And his mobility, what can that add to this offense? Because, Look, Albert Wilson didn't play the last game. Right. They've had some injuries there as well. What could Patrick Mahomes do to really ignite it other than just being a new face?
1: Yeah, no. The, the throw the ball, the way he can throw the ball on the run, he can escape the pocket, and he is phenomenal at throwing on the run down the field. And that's the big thing. And when I watch Kansas City on a week to week basis, there's always a few plays every game where I just go, oh, I wish he would throw that and just give it, mm. throw a bomb and just give Tyreek the chance to go run underneath it. And I think Mahomes can do that now it's not going to be easy he hasn't been playing for you know 11 weeks so certainly but I do think they're getting in that that time of the year where they're they're falling stale on offense and their defense is not going to turn anything around it stinks
0: plain and simple they're going to have to out you know out outshoot out a lot of teams all right so if it doesn't pick up soon sims does say eventually it might be time to go to mahomes and salvage this season uh they drop from 9 to 14 in your power rankings eric flowers hasn't allowed a sack since week two 318 pass-blocking snaps. Shout-out to Roger Lewis for that amazing catch at the end. That really was special. And the 2017 Giants are undefeated when underdogs of 10 or more points and winless when either favorites or underdogs of less than 10 points. I am hoping that Ben McAdoo wins out and he inspires this team and they keep in for years to come. Wouldn't that be great? No. (laughs) Gabe... Gabe's, Gabe's said, over there having a heart attack. gabe going gone. No,
1: uh, I'm really happy for Eric Flowers, though. Yeah, I really am. I mean, uh, you know, I was I really liked Eric Flowers coming out, and I was an apologist for him last year going into the season. When I watched Eric Flowers, I always thought, man, the physical ability and the size and strength, they're all there. It was more technique issues yeah. and it does look like he's cleaned some of that up.
0: Alright, let's get to other big bets or storylines for the weekend. One, Denver's offensive quarter, coordinator Mike McCoy is now fired. Bill Musgrave takes over. Yeah. Uh, quick thoughts.
1: Quick thoughts. I mean, Musgrave is an upgrade, certainly. I mean, I still don't know why Musgrave's not the offensive coordinator for the Raiders. I'd like hmm. somebody to tell me that and, he, and NFL insiders out there know that? Please break that news. I don't understand that. But Musgrave is... He's got it all in his offense. It doesn't blow me away, Lefko. I'm not sitting there going, oh, this is Sean McVay or right. Kyle Shanahan or Josh McDaniels. But he's got all the basics from every personnel set, every formation, and he always throws a few wrinkles in off of it. Uh, I do think he can help turn that around to a degree. Yeah. But they're they're a disaster right now. The Broncos
0: just continue to find ways to lose. This news just came down via the Bleacher Report app, Download on the App Store now. Marcus Gilbert, offensive tackle for the Steelers, suspended four games for using performance. performance. Performance enhancing substances and he will not appeal, so he's out for four games. Damn. Steelers. It's big. It is big. Left tackle. No, he's a right tackle. Right tackle. Villanueva
1: is the, the right, left. Right, right. Uh man, I'm just I hate to hear PEDs. I, I do think the NFL has to first of all, they have to change that. I, I wanna know. If a guy's There's gonna cheat, if a guy's gonna cheat and take PEDs, then we need to embarrass him publicly, and everybody needs to know. I mean, that's just the way it should be. I don't get that. I'm gonna pull up their roster just to make sure to see who's gonna fill in for him because I can't call it off the top of my head. You pull that up and yep. I wanna
0: show the predictions that we made for Chargers Bills, one of the main games that we we got right. Chargers Bills. Hey, Nathan Peterman. Enjoy. So my first note was Nathan Peterman versus Ingram and Bosa. Yes. Like, oh, welcome to the NFL. Seriously. Good luck. Yes. Uh, and then your notes, there was nobody open. Their line wasn't blocking from yes. yesterday. Right. And I actually enjoyed what the Chargers were doing last week. I am putting $200 on the Los Angeles Chargers. Mm. I am... Th-
1: well, I mean, I love when a defensive head coach, you know, his defense gets steamrolled for record amount of rushing so numbers. He goes, "Let, let me bench the quarterback because he wasn't tackling Mark Ingram and Alvin Kamara." Um, I'm with you. I'm not going as hard. I'm going Chargers fifty dollars.
0: That was dumb, Nathan Peterman. Yeah, I mean, I feel I had... bad for Peterman because I feel like his career will always be tarnished with that. And it, it's, he went in there because of a coach and a GM. Yeah, it, it
1: was a premature benching of Tyrod Taylor, plain and simple. And – you know, the first interception was not totally his fault, right? He throws the ball off right. the fullback's face, basically. The ball pops but in the then air. he
0: had, like, some jumping ones where guys were in his face. He had one where, like, someone undercut a slant route. Yeah, like... He had
1: horrible feel in the pocket. You're exactly yeah. right. Like, just times where you can't make that throw, man, when somebody's getting pushed back into your body. You can't even pull the trigger. You just got to get sacked or Num- throw it in the ground, whatever it may be. Number five was,
0: like, a 10-yard comeback that he threw 15, and it was, like, practically to the corner. It
1: was a disaster. Left goal, plain and simple – I mean, he completed one more pass to his own team than he did the other team. He completed six passes to the
0: Bills and five to the Chargers. Chargers and Raiders are four and six, Chiefs are six and four. Can the Chargers still win that division? I do think they can. Yeah, that's sick. Yeah. The Chargers are,
1: gosh, the Chargers are just going to just. They're going to look back at the start of the year and go, man, what how many games did we, did we blow? We screwed this whole thing That's up.
0: That's the Chargers every it, it, year. It really
1: is. And, I mean, even the last two weeks, you know, Jacksonville, they could have beaten New England. Uh, they they could have beat New England. Yeah, Jacksonville They, they outplayed New England. Blew. Yes, so it's a shame. Their defense is totally bought into the Gus Bradley scheme. Bosa and Ingram are the best pass-rushing duo in football. The secondary can cover people. Yep. And the offensive of course is
0: dangerous with Phillip Rivers. My upset special of the week, Man, I was really I was cheering for it all day. And the Browns, they're just gonna brown. Here are our predictions for Browns Jags. I'm going $10 on Cleveland. My only thing that scares me is the Deshaun Kaiser explosion with that defense, which is totally possible. Yeah, which is the reason they're favored by eight. Left just going a little crazy. Yeah. And I'm saying the Browns are gonna get their first one of the year against the Jags. I don't think you're totally crazy. And that's really all, because you were like the Jags are gonna win this game.
1: <laughs> <laughs> you bet. You bet money on the Browns.
0: They were covering. little Lefko. They were covering until that strip sack of Deshaun Kaiser. What about the first
1: one that should have been a touchdown <laughs> and they they said it wasn't a fumble? I mean that that too. The refs. The
0: refs yesterday. The refs are they're, they're so screwed up right now. I don't even know what to say about the refing. I just realized the Jaguars though they're seven and three. But they're, like, battling it out with the Browns and the Elements. Is this really sustainable? They're going to battle it out with
1: everybody. I know. Okay, so this is. The, let's just put it in this perspective, Lefko. They are the second-best team in football. I mean, they're the second-best team in football. Hold on, Big Mouth. Hold on. The problem is they have the 70th-best quarterback, and that knocks you down a bunch of rankings, yes. okay? So that's really the problem. The way – I'll say it again. The way teams play Jacksonville is downright disrespectful to the quarterback position. I'm telling you, you could take kids from Bergen Catholic High School in New Jersey and they'd go, are you serious? They're going to play me like this? I mean, I'm talking about we throw them in the NFL right now. They'd be like, I could throw it up to that guy and get a completion. So their defense is so special,
0: Lefko. I mean, it is a- – I I have the Jacksonville defense in fantasy. And right now. They can win games by themselves. The Jacksonville defense has scored as many fantasy points in my league as A.J. Green. (laughs) Think about that. In my league, A.J. Green and the Jacksonville defense have the same amount of points. They're They're incredible from all metrics. They're a freak show. And can I tell you something that's really scary? Yeah, go ahead. Ten of the 11 Jaguars on defense are under contract until 2019. That's awesome. I love it. I love watching it. Two more seasons. This is a 85
1: Bears. This is a 2000 Ravens. This is a 2015
0: Broncos. That is that good. Greg Vaughn says, Why not play Chad Henney? Greg, I don't know. From your lips to Tom Coughlin's ears, I I don't know how this is still a thing.
1: I don't know. Because Blake
0: Bortles threw a pass yesterday, falling behind his head. No look. He, th- I have video. He threw it like this over his head, and th- and then he g- marched off the field like, damn. And I'm like, damn.
1: I know. How are you doing? I, I uh, when I'm not even trying to be funny when I say he's like the 68th or 70th best quarterback in football. I'm I'm not even trying to be funny. There is, we could look at a backup on every team, and I would go.
0: Blaine I, Gabbert was more impressive on what? Sunday.
1: What? <laughs> what?
0: He was. He was more impressive. No, it's not even close. Tom Savage was more impressive. What? Eli Manning is more impressive. I mean, what? It doesn't matter. Go down the list. Go down the roster. Anybody. Nathan Peterman. Yes. Uh, no, he no could, don't um, do that. He can, I think he can at least throw up the fade route and the back shoulder fade. Bortles hasn't been throwing that many interceptions, though.
1: No. I. You know, he tries. They Damn. just drop him because he throws ducks and
0: wobblers. <laughs> I, I, I don't do that. I feel Joe bad. Joe Nicholson says David Webb or Bortles. Davis Webb or Bortles. They'd win the Super Bowl with Davis Webb. <laughs> They're, I,
1: again, I know I'm crazy. Like, totally you, justifiable. Yeah. I'm crazy. I think the scariest team for the Patriots in the AFC playoffs is the Jacksonville Jaguars. Period. Yeah. I think New England will have its way against Pittsburgh more than it will against Jacksonville. Let's not forget, what did Jacksonville beat Pittsburgh by in Pittsburgh? Like 20. Oh, it was more than that. I'm going to pull it up. Hold on. <laughs> hold on. What? Uh. Hold on. This, Come on. this just said, oh, I got it.
0: They won 30-9. to nine. 21. Okay. No, sorry, I thought it was even more than that. So there's one team that I think you're forgetting in this whole they can beat the Patriots, and that's a team that I predicted was going to win in Green Bay. Don't sleep on your former Super Bowl team. <laughs> Let's take a look at our predictions for Ravens-Packers. I am putting $200 on the Baltimore Ravens. I am really confident about this game. Ah! I. Ah! Send the Raven to Green Bay and tell them that a win is coming.
1: I'm putting $10 on the Baltimore Ravens. I just don't trust them yet. Okay. And that's where I look at Dean Pease with a week off studying this Green Bay offense. He's going, man, this is like studying a high school team. I got this down. I'm ready to go. And I think I'll have creative things. So that's why I like Baltimore. I just don't trust the offense to go hard like you.
0: And not only did he see that offense and completely shut them down, he shut them out. Yes, Uh, the Ravens are two and five when allowing opponents to score. Right, because they're three and zero because they have three shutouts. (laughs) Uh, This is the first shutout at Lambeau Field in eleven years. Uh, Suggs had two sacks. He is now twentieth all time with one hundred and twenty-two. And the Ravens are tied for the sixth seed with Buffalo at five and five. Yeah. This is a defense that in the second week of the year, after they had 10 interceptions in two games you called historic, Yeah, obviously they got hurt and it changed. Right. Joe Flacco and that offense is really tough to watch, but their special teams is incredible. Yep. Their kicker is the best in the league. He is. Their punter, other than Johnny Hecker in Sam Cook is probably the there. best in the right. league. Right. This is a team that loves playoff football, yep. has always given the Patriots fits. Why aren't you giving the Ravens more respect it- when you picked them in the beginning of the year to go to the AFC championship.
1: I, I, it's just what I just said in that video. You showed the offense still scares me. The offense was three for 14 on third down yesterday and they had 219 total yards. Okay. So that's what's scary. I hit, I get your point. I, I do because really they they've shown over the last few weeks, they couldn't do it yesterday that they are able to run the football. Uh, But I just don't trust that part of them. Now, if you made me bet Who's going to get that sixth seed? Yeah, it's down to the Chargers or the Ravens, certainly. Oh, those are your two. Bengal,
0: Niven, no. Eh, not Charges quite. Uh,
1: Chargers-Ravens are the two I would put in, okay. in the in the lead there for that. But, yeah, they're not going to lose a physical battle to really anybody. Dean Pease and the defense is still special. Um, but I, I just have no faith in the offense or the offensive attack. That was a perfect matchup for them mm. yesterday. You know, it was a team that... And again, I'll say this.
0: They didn't have the offense to take advantage not, of anything. Or even yeah. try
1: to do anything. Yeah. And and I'll also say maybe the Ravens even played a hair conservative on offense because of that. They were probably like, damn, we could probably just like do quarterback sneaks and maybe still win this game. So let's not screw it up.
0: Greg Vaughn is joking. Right? And he says, if Baltimore and Jacksonville play on the playoffs, it could be a 3 nothing game. Jacksonville could get the three seed if they win the South and the West ends up mushing up, and then the Ravens go in the sixth seed. Jags Ravens is a possibility, and that would be the most boring playoff game for everybody else. But for me, oh, but I just sign me up again.
1: They've played already,
0: and Jacksonville beat them 44 to 7. It was in London. I understand anything, and you know what they say, Sims. It's really hard to beat a team two times in a season. <laughs> I love those things. It's really hard to beat a team three times in a season. Oh, uh, yeah. I, it, it's
1: uh, Baltimore, though, I, I always have respect for them, certainly. And if they get in the playoffs, they can be dangerous because yeah. Flacco still does have a big time arm, and that defense is still big time as well.
0: All right. I have three entrants in the what the hell are you doing competition from Sunday. Number one. Wait, wait. What? Does Green Bay miss Aaron Rodgers? Man, <laughs> I I was listening to a very popular podcast that said now we're starting to realize how valuable Aaron Rodgers was. Shame on everybody that took this long to Did realize. People what think he I just wanted to blow Aaron Rodgers just to blow him. Like, all right, that was sorry. a little bit much. Uh, no, what it is, it <laughs> the greatest quarterback I've ever seen. Here's what it is: show the to put us in the side by side screen. Put us together when people see people on camera talking something like this. They believe that the person on this side of the screen is going to say something and then the person on this side of the screen is going to say something and they have to disagree with each other because that's how television works. Because the only thing that's going to work is if it's he said versus he said or if it's right versus wrong and they don't realize that in the rare chance that two people just want to talk ball and they want to be accurate and right that they're going to tell you the truth. They think that you're trying to get clicks. They think that because because you work at Bleacher Report, you only care about clicks. Like, somehow, Sims, you get a raise if more people watch your bullshit videos. Yeah. Like, they think that matters, and they don't realize that you're just telling them the truth. I take, And because right. I didn't—because Chris Sims didn't win a Super Bowl, then he isn't qualified to talk about the quarterback position. Yeah. And let them be wrong. Let them think that you're joking about the Saints winning the NFC South. Let them think you're joking about the Vikings winning the NFC North. Let them think that you're joking when you picked 10 out of 12 playoff teams last year before this season. And I... Oh, go ahead. Say it.
1: I just want to say, I also predicted before the year that the Falcons defense would be ranked higher than the Falcons offense, and I think they're a spot ahead and of them I think right
0: they're now. There. So let them do this, and then we will give the people that actually listen the advice to make money. Right. Because that's what we're doing. We're trying to put cheddar in your pocket, and if people want to hate, let them hate because we got too much time to congratulate. I got three things. What the hell are you doing, competition? Sorry to interrupt. From... You. No, it's perfect. Right. I enjoyed going on that rant. Uh, Bruce Arians, down 3 on their own 34, goes for it on 4th and 1. And in the very next play, Dante Foreman takes it to the house for the Texans, down 10, game over. Bruce Arians has to apologize. Dolphins, down 3, lateraling it all over the place at the end of the game, goes Buccaneers score a touchdown, and it really sucks because it hit the over. It it hit the over. It hit the over. It's a heartbreaker.
1: That was like the uh, uh, Chiefs-Redskins game where we get killed
0: by. And then, what are you doing, Connor Barth? Misses a 46-yard field goal after Trubisky drove down the field and ran for an incredible first down and fourth down. And now he is replaced the next day by Cairo Santos, who will now be the kicker. Bears, since Robbie Gould, they've been just going through kickers. But all three of those, real tough. Mitchell Trubisky's playing well. He is. He's playing. I'm very
1: encouraged with that. I see Mitchell Trubisky. And, you know, I, I do some things like radio and TV in Chicago every week. And, man, people are down on Dow Logan's offensive coordinator and the offense in general. Again, I'm just going to say what I've said earlier. Most people that pay attention to the NFL, they can't even name a wide receiver on the Chicago Bears right now. I mean, I just went around and asked people at Bleacher Report. They didn't know who the receivers were. So, It's just not a talented group for Trubisky to put up big numbers. Yeah. Dontrell
0: Edmonds played like a half a season with Chargers that were good because of injuries. Kendall Wright has been a journeyman that went to the Titans. Right. That's very disappointed. Yes. And Tariq Cohen's their number one guy. Yeah. They
1: have no number one NFL receiver. They have no number two NFL receiver. They just have threes and fours. That's really all it comes down to. And I do like Trubisky. I mean, you could see his athletic ability. The ball pops out of his hand, throws spirals all the time. And he's, you know what? He's been relatively clutch. He has. I mean,. Yeah, you're right. I mean the Green Bay game he game. had a chance. You know, the Minnesota game he threw the stupid interception right it was at the his end first, it was his first game. start. I guess yeah. listen, the, the point is you're oh, yeah. is just. Uh, I think the future is bright there for Mitchell Trubisky. And man, yeah, that was that was a bad I mean, that was one of those field goals as soon as it left his foot you're like, oh, right, What the So the
0: worst part was Nelson, Steven Nelson, we love him. He is a big time Bears fan. And as they lined up to kick, Steven put his head in his hands not to look. And Jordan walked in at the same time, and as soon as it left its foot, Jordan goes, ugh. And Nelson just lifts up and goes, he missed it, didn't he? And it was like, yeah, he, he did. He missed it. Biggest play
1: of that game was the – Fumble exchange. Oh, Quarterback center. Shit. Fumble extended. DJ Hayden returned for a touchdown. Yep. The Bears were really controlling the game to that point. I picked the Bears to win an upset game. That hurt me. I know. That was it one did. of my upsets of the week.
0: Uh, just some injuries because we're talking about the Bears. Leonard Floyd looks like he's going to miss the rest of the year with a knee injury. I mentioned Alex uh, Okafor. Chris Thompson and Terrell Pryor uh, will both be out for the rest of the year for hurts. Washington. I
1: feel so bad for Chris Thompson. I don't even
0: know what to say. He had a great year. Yep. Dante Foreman is going to be out with an Achilles injury. Jay Cutler has a concussion, so we're waiting for. Foreman dunk for the year? And Emmanuel Ogba, broken foot. Yeah, he, he popped his Achilles on that touchdown run. Damn, I didn't know that. And he looked really good, too. Dante Damn. Foreman is going to be Two Texas player.
1: guys with Achilles injuries yesterday. Okafor and him. Yeah, Alex
0: Okafor. Forgot yeah. he's that. Um, just other interesting notes Uh, John Elway called the Broncos soft, and they've responded. I'm just going to say maybe you shouldn't have cut the emotional leader of your defense in T.J. Ward because that probably led to you being soft. Or Wade Phillips. The Browns are very serious about Peyton Manning as a GM. No. Do you like that?
1: I mean, uh, of course. He's an upgrade for what they got. I mean, yeah, Peyton's... Peyton, he understands football. Everything yeah. about it, every aspect, and that makes, of course, a ton of sense because Jimmy Haslam's one of the biggest donors to the University of Tennessee.
0: Uh, Trump calls on the NFL to suspend Marshawn Lynch. Can we suspend Donald Trump? I don't know. Yeah. I'll look into that. Is anybody
1: that. more disrespectful to our country than him? You know
0: what I thought was disrespectful? What? An attack on beans, not beef. There was How a report dare. out of Denver that the Broncos were quietly shopping Demarius Thomas at the trade deadline. Team feels he lost strength when he switched to a vegan diet, and he hasn't been the same player. Wow. What do you think, Sims? I think it's an attack on beans. I, uh,
1: As an athlete, I would say this. Don't cut meat out of your bo- your diet completely. Don't. You need some of the essential vitamins that meat has. What my whole point with beans and beef is we've become this culture of the American human male is the greatest carnivore on the planet now. I mean, Five hundred pound lions and tigers don't eat as much meat as you know Johnny in Ohio every day, who eats a pound of bacon, and then I need a hamburger with more bacon on it for lunch, uh, and then I need a dinner I want a steak with uh, a side of bacon on it, and uh, I'll maybe have some chicken later. That was my point of beans and beef. Just be healthy. Meat is not good for you uh, to eat that much consistently all the time. Yeah. So but I will say professional
0: athletes are a different a different body type. Yes different animal in a respectful way. And I do want to say this. We have actually gotten some people, I need to go through all the Instagram DMs, who have messaged us and say that they have lost 40 pounds to 50 pounds because they gave up beef for beans. Beef I'm not even kidding. And the fact that that has happened makes me love the listeners of this podcast that much more, that you guys have gotten tight, and I don't know if it's because I'm tight... Hey, beef or Sims is tight. The amount of beef
1: uh, a Ooh. lot of people eat in our country—it's just not natural to us in general. Yeah. And most people you see with a real big belly—they got a side of steak stuck in there somewhere.
0: Man. Sorry, Mark Poussin is asking where are the picks for this week. Let me give you a rundown as Gabe slowly hands down. Tomorrow, we are going to be interviewing Buster Screen, and we're going to be recording episode 141. One one. We're going to call Phil Sims. We're going to have a fun day. We're calling <laughs> Phil tomorrow? Yeah, let's do it. We're going to have a fun time. That's where we can get into some weird stuff. And I don't then, know if
1: we're going to get Phil tomorrow.
0: Well, then I'm going to prank call him from my phone. Because he and does showtime inside the NFL we're tomorrow. Gonna, we're we're going to figure something <laughs> out, Sims. And then Wednesday, 1 o'clock, will be our pick show. We'll pick the Thursday Thanksgiving games. We'll do the Sunday game and the Monday game. That will will be Wednesday at 1 o'clock Eastern for now. Love you guys so much. It's a pleasure as always. Subscribe to the podcast. Hit us up Twitter and Instagram at Sims and Lefkoe for Sims. Peace out, homies. Fendrick would say good evening, and I am the L-E-F-K-O-E. Man. And we will see you Wednesday. Enjoy yourselves. Love the podcast. Peace.